Today's episode of Films in Black and White is brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is the world's largest collection of official fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. If you enjoy our show and are looking to buy a new jersey, sweatshirt, or hat, you can support us by going to podgo.co slash fanatics and getting 25% off your next order. That's podgo.co slash fanatics. Fanatics, officially licensed everything. Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to season two of Films in Black and White. Yeah. We are back. We are badder than ever. We are so excited that you all are joining us this week. We're so excited that you are here. We got some shit to talk about. Uh, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column P. And a whole lot of column F. That's right, a whole lot of column F. Um, well, this is season two, episode one. We're going with Born movies. So this is the podcast identity. Oh, we're doing Jason um, Bourne. We're doing Jason Bourne. So this is it. the podcast identity, season two, episode one. Again, super excited you all are here. You all may know me. My name's Doug Wagner, one of the co one of the one of the uh, three co-hosts of film in black and white, but I need to invite my other two co-hosts into this conversation. And I'm gonna kick it on over to the masked menace to my left on the Zoom window, the one, the only, Marcus J. Destin. Marcus, yeah. how we doing? I'm all right, man. I'm here. I got a whole lot of fuck to get off my chest. I am here. Strictly play a sidekick to Brian Rouse today. That's it. I'm here quickly yeah. meeting the alley oop man to Brian Rouse. Oh no. Yeah, oh. See, we're gonna get off our chest, but that's okay. What a we pleasure. We back in season two, and it is a whole lot of funk coming y'all way. Yeah. Y'all hear me? We're bringing it's the a funk for sure. A lot of funk. Yeah. This I'm I'm super excited. You definitely fit in the role of the sidekick with that particular uh oh my God. bright orange mask. Um, Marcus told us earlier that he bought this specifically for the podcast. So yeah, and, for, and was answering too. phone calls today, so it worked out well. I also have to introduce my other co-host, the one, the only Brian Roush. Brian Roush, how are you doing, sir? Hello, everybody. I am here, and what interesting times do we live in? I'm doing well with that. With saying that, okay, good. I think that's a good, I think that's a good place to leave it. Look. I don't want to hit anybody with this, like, you know, Bernie Sanders. We once again are coming to you <laughs> when our country is on fire. But here we are. We're coming to you again, once again, when our country is on fire. Um, so season two started on the same day uh, that everybody decided to storm Lose the gates. Lose their goddamn minds. Yeah, just, basically lost their minds. Just a minor um, insurrection, Doug, Just, really. I mean, just some light treason like not a really <laughs> not a big deal not a big deal at all um but i wanted to give i mean it's it's hard right i mean this is you're watching the foundations of your country kind of be torn asunder um so it's really important that we kind of talk about it and i definitely wanted to give time to both brian and to marcus to to express themselves because that's we have a platform and we need to speak our truth whatever that may be so I want to kick it over to whoever wants to go first, whether it's Marcus, whether it's Brian, it doesn't really matter to me. 
I told but, you I am here to strictly pay sidekick to Brian. Oh, Rouse. okay. Wow. So I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why when it's my turn. But as of right now, <laughs> I am strictly just playing sidekick to Brian. Okay. I am the Robin to his Batman. Oh okay? man, that's, that's incredible. Wow. That's this really is an special. honor. That's hey, really special. I'm, wow. I'm really excited. Matter of fact, let me queue up. Let me queue up. Uh, uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. Oh, so Nelly. Brian, how how are you doing? How are you processing this light treason? Wow, you know it sucks. Uh, I'm just gonna say today was awful. Um, if you're listening to this, uh, it is January sixth, 2021. I have a feeling we're gonna remember this date for a while. And yeah, uh, a bunch of people went to the Capitol today, and they were super violent, and they broke in. And it just kind of feels like everything is awful and I really hate it. And it really sucks. And I know for some people that come to this podcast, I want to say this before I like go on a tear here, but like, I get, if you're coming here, you want an escape and that's cool. I'm going to say you should probably fast forward like seven, 10 minutes. Like, that's cool. We're going to get to that because I need that too. I need an escape too. But I also think it's important that we acknowledge like the awfulness that is currently happening and that that did happen. Because if we don't, we're not using our platform responsibly. We're not being good servants of our community. And to say that what happened today of white supremacist fascist people going into the Capitol is not okay. And it's awful and it sucks. And I, I really, I hate it. Uh, it. It goes against everything I've ever been taught about the nation that we're in and to see people disrespect it, to disrespect the process, to hold up a legitimate process is really hard to process and really hard. It's even harder when you can't do anything about it. Like we're all watching it on our phone. It is absolutely wild that we're seeing an attempted insurrection like on our phone as we're like getting our lunch ready. Like it's just bonkers and I have no idea how to process it. Doug and Marcus have been hearing my thoughts pretty much kind of throughout the day. I didn't even know if I was gonna have the energy to be here today, but I decided to be here because I, I have this energy and this anger. And I, if you feel that too, you're not alone. I'm with you. And maybe you feel sad and that's cool too, but I'm in a spot where I'm just angry at people for holding up this process, a legitimate process for a legitimate elected official and just having the rules they just don't think the rules pertain to them and there's a lot of other anecdotes i could throw in here but all i can think of is seeing a really angry group of white men just charge into this building and have nothing happen to them have no consequences and have it be absolutely in my mind knowing that if those people were not white it would look completely different and and just having it be so awful and Growing up, the thing that I'll I'll probably start to piece out on here, so I'm not just ranting like Alex Jones, like a maniac here for like the next 10 minutes, is that growing up, I was always told by adults and everybody else, like, what makes the United States different, Brian, is we have a peaceful transition of power. And now I'm a 34-year-old man, and I am watching like on my TV as there are violent people trying to take whatever they can because they feel it is their right for whatever reason, whether it's right or not, whether it's correct or not, whether it's real news or fake news. And it's just not what I was taught to believe. And so having this reality check today of, okay, like we are not all in this nation and there are these people that want to take it away from you. And that's why I'm angry today. And I think that's where I'll end today. Okay. 
That's fair. Thank you for sharing. I do appreciate you bringing that energy, but I also appreciate you bringing your truth because I know that that's, it's hard to separate all that out. And it's sometimes hard to, to battle with those feelings, especially when they've been ingrained in you for such a long time. So, well, and I appreciate y'all's love and support because I I feel like someone's crazy uncle right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. I I would take you as my crazy uncle anytime. (laughs) Um, Marcus, uh, sidekick to the one, the only Brian Roush. (sighs) Oh my gosh. Um, How are you doing? I am going to say this. Okay, here we go. I'm going to get right into it. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say thank you, Brian. Right. And thank you, Doug. But thank you, Brian, since you spoke first, because you're using your your privilege, your identity to speak on something that does not necessarily directly affect you. But you see the um, results could be so much different outside of your own identity. And me as a black man, as the black on films and black and white, ooh, that was bad, the black. But as the <laughs> black, I am representing the black on films and black and white. Yep. Um, that is important for me. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing that we had to have a pre-discussion, no, no pre-recorded meeting. These are just individual thoughts and ideas that these gentlemen had on their own today and came here and used their platform without going like, well, we should do it just because Marcus is on the podcast or because we don't want to feel awkward or anything like that. It was just because that's a genuinely in their heart. And I just want to say thank you for doing that. Here's what I'm going to say. Okay. I'm going to try to collect my thoughts uh, in the best way possible, but here's my feelings toward it. I am not surprised. Okay. Me being, and, and here is what I love about the world that we live in. Brian was say he Brian said he was taught at an age that you know this is why things are so different that you know blah 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 blah, and for me, excuse me, I've always viewed things in a very different light, okay, and it's because of my identity, how I was raised, how we're told to move, because of the powers that may be, etc. And it's etc. etc. I'm not surprised by the actions of today. I am not surprised. In fact, I think that a lot of us. We're talking about these things when the when the protest for Black Lives Matter was happening and George Floyd. And we were saying that, why are we being treated this way? If we were anything else, we wouldn't be, be treated this way, okay? Then they were like, that's not true. If anybody destroying property, when the looting starts, the president said, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. So Lord. today, and, it, and I wanna say this, I'm not enticing violence and I'm not saying I wish that anybody got hurt or harmed, but I'm saying that the way that they did not get harmed today I'm, I'm asking that, why don't people treat us like that? How they got treated today, okay? So say these statements now, preface that. I'm not prefacing no more because I said what I said and you either gonna listen or you're not. So what I'm saying is we told people, the president said when the looting starts, the shooting starts. He was saying people should get a maximum of 10 years, blah, 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 for destruction of, 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 of oh my gosh, yeah. statues that were of these racist men that had terrible histories. And they go to a federal building on federal grounds. Like the fact, federal building. The, <laughs> the, one, the federal building that when I toured in the eighth grade, they told us to keep our hands in our pocket and don't touch anything. Like they wouldn't, they had metal detectors and they strutted their asses in here and they went and put Trump flags inside of the hands of statues. They kicking their feet up on Pelosi's desk. They taking pictures of private documents. They are wrecking the federal building. After you told my black ass that we deserve to get shot and you validated violence when we lit a target on fire because of oppression. Today they march for entitlement. We were marching because we were sick of being oppressed. We are two different breeds. I really want you to understand that. So like, 
Yep. Nothing today surprises me at all. And and, and really, I spent 95% of my day laughing. <laughs> I, I just spent 95% of my day laughing at the idea. I called my dad and he was in meetings all day. So he didn't even know what was going on. Oh, I called my dad and I said, dad, are you watching the news? And he said, no, what's happening? I said, they stormed the Capitol. He said, no. And I said, <laughs> yes. I watched him click on the news. He said, oh my God. And we both just started laughing. And the thing that came out from the laughter, it's sad, but it's true. My dad said, you know that if that was us, they would have shot our black ass on the street. Not even getting to the Capitol, not stepping foot on the grounds, but if it was us, they would have shot us dead in the street long before we were able to storm a building. They were shooting, busting out glass. They're in the speaker seat, screaming yep. Trump won, and the president's got the nerve to post yep. a one-minute video saying oh. that you are loved and I feel you and thank you to the same motherfuckers that are bashing the place that you we are supposed to respect. Colin Kaepernick couldn't get a job, got blackballed, and took a knee. I took a knee to make a point. These motherfuckers marched their ass inside and was trying to burn ballots and had zip ties oh, yeah. and weapons with intentions to harm people. So I'm so and so with that, I will say I'm not surprised. 2020 was a year of they say you got 2020 vision. If we're gonna go to an old pastor bag, <laughs> 2020 was a year of clear vision, and 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 it was because it revealed and it showed a lot and it revealed a lot of people and it exposed a lot of people and what they believe in and how flawed this fucking system is yes. and how fucked up this world is and how nasty motherfuckers can really be. Mm -hmm. And for those of you that still support in the midst of this, yeah. I don't give a fuck about losing a follower. I don't care about <laughs> losing a listener. For those of you that still are making excuses for this, go ahead. I may, may love be with you. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't need you supporting me because I am the opposite of that. And if you're going to support me, the Bible, Re Revelations 3 and 15 talks about you're either hot or you're cold. And if you're lukewarm, I will spit you out. You have to pick a side. You cannot be both. And if you love me, you cannot be on that other side. So that is me. I'm not surprised by the day. It sucks that it had to happen, but I'm glad that it revealed itself through the identity of people that don't look like me to the identity of people that don't look like me. That's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. And that's yeah. all I got. That's yeah. all I got. That's I, all. Marcus, what, again. How do you feel? Um, here's how I feel. Um, first off, thank you for sharing, especially yeah. like you did say, you are in the films in black and white, you are the black part of that. So I, I, I'm not trying to say you're our, you're our black in films in black and white. That, is, that would be a bad, that'd be a bad place to start. So what I will, what I will say is, is, and I'll say this, I too am, am like Marcus. I'm not surprised. These people are who we thought they were. And yep. for much of this, for much of this, I'm not surprised or shocked by their behavior. Um, my brain space is a little bit different. I'm outraged that they would take this type these, take these steps and they would be such sore losers. Um, and then, and then on the other side, I just, what I'm, what I'm faced with is the explanation to, to children about it is like, how do you, to Brian's point, like, how do you teach this? Cause Harrison's thing lately is like, if he hears Brittany and I having a discussion, 
like he hears us say like the voices get a little bit more tense and a little bit more loud and he goes guys oh, stop yeah. arguing oh and today we yep. were talking very heatedly about i said i cannot believe that this would happen and he heard me get a little bit more tense and my started to get a little bit more hot and my voice raised and he goes dad stop arguing and i said buddy i'm not arguing i'm just really 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 frustrated and really really disappointed and so then we went into this like hey you remember that election we talked about do you remember about that like the votes and that that thing it's happened early and wow. and i what i tried to say was i said like there are people who are being unkind when they lost and i said that was the only that was the best way that i can explain it but in actuality, if Harrison were older, I would say they're not being unkind. They are being destructive um, in their in what they're doing to the system itself. It, this isn't I'm not upset about physical space being destroyed. I'm upset at the foundational document being like the foundation of it, the principles, the values of it being taken mm -hmm. apart. However, I am going to reserve my outrage if we don't use this for something Ooh, tell him, Doug. because do this it. is because where I'm at and what, what frustrates me is because we do this shit all the time. Yep. You know, we have an opportunity and if you want to be resilient and if you want to grow, sometimes these things need to happen. Yeah. Got to burn that so motherfucker down. You got it. Sometimes right. you need to see a group of white supremacists and you need to see a group of people who are, deeply misguided in their interpretation of the facts as they've been presented you need to see them because i think there were people in that building who said they would never come for us oh yes they would never come for us yes they would never have the gall to storm the building mr yep. ted cruz yep they are getting hot yep they're they're rabble rousing but they're the president would the president would never incite them <laughs> to come for us and what the fuck happened they came for you yep so maybe all of that time where you didn't take the danger seriously maybe you'll take the danger seriously going forward yep because yeah. this is this will happen again yes history is a circle it will happen again <laughs> what i will be more disappointed with is that when it loops back over again then i'm gonna be angry <laughs> because if we don't learn anything from this, this is the first time since the War of 1812 that a body Ugh. other than the federal government has made it into the Capitol building. Yep. It was in 1814 that the British burned yep. the Capitol down, and that was in the War of 1812. Been over 150 years at this point in time. So, so yep. like if 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 it takes if in fifty years we're here again and I'm still alive, then I'm gonna be pissed, and then I'm gonna say like y'all y'all didn't learn shit. Eighty year old Doug telling them how it is. This is this is the person who bathed themselves in in like blood and went swimming with sharks and said, nah, they're not gonna bite me. And yeah. then I'm supposed to feel bad for you when you get bit. Yep, I don't. Yeah, I I really I don't. I'm sad that our it took sacrificing our constitution for us to get there mm -hmm. but i am not surprised and i'm not disappointed i'm not angry yet i'm disappointed but i'm not angry yet i'll be angry if we don't learn from the lesson so that's that's kind of where i'm at there's that that was beautiful Doug. that was absolutely beautiful uh, and brian <laughs> that was just a beautiful moment from the trio so i mean yeah. it feels like we're like three stages of grief we here. really are <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, yeah. That's yeah. what I and really enjoy what, about that. And this. that is the best part of the chemistry about, about this podcast. And this one hell of a way. Oh, for sure. Season two. There's a story about the woman who slept with a snake. Um, the, the, and, and it was this person who she slept with a snake every night. And every night the snake would just cuddle up with her. And she thought that that was the sweetest thing ever. And it would just cuddle up with her. But really, in actuality, what the snake was doing was sizing her up. Yep. It was measuring itself to swallow her whole. And that is exactly what was happening. They said, never us. They right. are us. And they yeah. walked right in and said, we don't give a fuck about that. No. All that blue lives, back to blue. Oh my all gosh. that was it just matter. strictly to silence Black Lives Matter when it came out and to be a distraction. None of that mattered when they were against you and trying to keep you from the, from the goal that you were trying to fulfill. And it's yep. so fucked up. But Doug, you, Brian, Doug, y'all absolutely hit that right on the head. Yeah. I don't know if I so, have a sound of applause in here, but I don't think I do. It does, but I'm I mean, <laughs> air horns, applause, it doesn't matter. That's that's the only applause I need. Yeah. I mean, it's, that was great. So it, it's a disappointing day. We will try yes. to, from now on, provide yes. you with that escapism that you came here for. Um, but it is what it is, and, and we definitely wanted to make sure we cover it. Now. Yes. For those people who are new to the podcast yeah. and are maybe just joining us for season one, two. season two after season one, um, we play a game called Catch That Quotable, where All we right. each try to stump yep. each other in a quote that we have selected. Now, the leaderboard starts fresh because it's season oh, two. Oh, we go back to zero. Oh. We all go back to zero. Wait, but I who, do believe okay. who that won last season? I do believe Brian won last season. Okay. That, he, that he came rocketing to the top. Hello. So since Brian won season one, we are going like to let it. him go first and pick right. whose quote to use. So Brian, you can go first or either Marcus or myself can go first. But who would you like to go first for catch that quotable? The first one of season two. All right. Uh, you know what? Look, Marcus brought that mask energy. I'm going to have him go yeah. first. Oh, oh yeah. Listen, there so, it is. Marcus hit us with listen, that quote. Here we go. Listen. <laughs> I really wish people could see Marcus has yeah. like an orange skin. You know mask. what? I'm not kidding. If you hey, want to see Marcus's orange mask, you should up. join the Patreon because yeah. all the video episodes are going there. There's a link in the, there'll be a link on our Facebook. You check that shit out. You can join Listen. it to see the faces I make at Doug and Marcus when they're talking. Come for the faces. If only for the faces. <laughs> but stay for the Roush. Yeah. <laughs> all right, oh, here we go. Shit. Oh. All right, what you got? Well, here we go. Is everybody ready? Yes. I'm ready. Hey. Okay. <clears throat> I just lost my quote. <clears throat> oh, perfect. I've been there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, nope. I've lost. Oh, no, I'm back. All right, here we go. I'm fine. Fine. You know what fine stands for, don't you? Freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. <clears throat> Once again, for those in the back. I'm fine. Fine. You know what fine stands for, don't you? Freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. Oh, man. This is a high school movie. This has got to be a high you school think? movie. I think so. Oh, man. I don't know, though. It has Something's... that, like, high school movie vibe to it of, like, two best friends. One person just found the other guy dating somebody. She's like, no, no, I'm fine. And then, you know, this happens. I guess I was picturing like a like a rom com. Well, I guess oh. I could take place in high school, but like a twenties rom com. Okay. Like someone's like, ah. all right, um, and then all someone right. gets this zinger for the preview. All right, Marcus, you give yeah. us. I'm gonna slap that hit hint button. What do you got? <laughs> okay, hold on. Give me one second. 
Okay. Your hint is going to be mini. Mini? Mini. Mini is your is your hint. Mini. <clears throat> mini. I knew that threw you for a loop too. Oh no, man. Okay. I have my guess. All right, go What's for up? it, man. Marcus, is this purple rain? It is not purple rain. Can you can you describe to me how you got that? So I thought so in purple rain, Prince is in a relationship with a young woman. Okay. And so I thought this could be a conversation on that end. And then you said mini. And I was like, maybe he's trying to make some sort of allusion to Minneapolis where ah, purple rain is set. So that's how it. I pieced it all together. So I'm curious to see what it is. But that was okay. my guess. Okay. Brian Roush. All right, Brian. What you got? Uh, man, is this, I, I'm not feeling confident. Is this no strings attached? It is not no okay. strings attached. Okay. What, what, what made you think of, uh, what made you think of that? I'm just on, I don't know. Like I just got a rom-com vibe from it. And yeah. like, I just, I, I thought of like the Ashton, the most Ashton yeah, Kutchery, like, Makes sense. I don't know, like Valentine's day movie. That's where I went. That's fair. All right, gentlemen, this movie is the hit Italian job. Oh my God. Oh my God. And the hint mini came from mini Cooper. Mini the cars Cooper that they when they smuggle the gold bullion. Yes. Yes. That's... Yes. Well done. Yes. That's oh. I've not seen that movie in a long time. Well done. That well done. movie is so solid. solid. My um, God, it, it made me think of it because I watched, I rewatched actually, um, Hobbs and Shaw. Don't ask me why. Um, I rewatched Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> actually, wasn't a terrible movie. It's just one of those like you know, yep. this is a good popcorn movie. Yep. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Rewatched Hobbs and Shaw, and they had a um a cameo with um. Jason, with, uh, for, I forgot his name, but um, the British, the British man, Statham. Um, ja- J- yes, yep, Jason. Yep, Statham, yep, thank yep. you. Um, his Mini Cooper was actually in that movie, and they referenced it. He was like, "Hey, what are you oh. doing with that little car?" And he says, "Oh, that's from an old Italian job." Or oh my gosh! Oh, so, Jesus, that that's in that it was good. Yeah, it was really, it was really, it was, it was kind of fun because right. I was like, right. "Man, I was there for that." But yeah. All right. Well done. Good pick. Good pick. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Marcus, who do you want to go next? Either Brian or you'd like <sighs> me to go next. Let's let's you know what I want to go to the first heat. I want to save the best for the last. So let's go to the first heat, Douglas. Oh, okay. Wagner. Uh, all right. All right. Y'all ready? You aren't the best, Doug, but yeah. he, he was the winner of last season. So oh, he was. Oh, shucks. All right. What do you got, Brian? All right. Here we go. Quote. I have never known anyone who actually believed that I was enough. Oh, damn. And one more time for those at home. I have never known anyone who actually believed that I was enough. I'm going to tell you off real. This is some sad shit. This is is an emotional confrontation is what this is. Who is the white man that says this? It's a white man. Or white woman. No, it's a man. You think so? Oh, wait. Yeah, it's a man. It's a man giving a woman a guilt trip. I've never known him. All right. He he must have, like, did her dirty. And now she's like, well, why do you treat people like that? And then he's kind of like, oh, shit. Like, it's Do you think it's a Matthew McConaughey style white man? Or do you think it's somebody else? (laughs) It's somebody a little bit uglier than Matthew McConaughey. Because Matthew McConaughey is like, you know, what's that one where he was the bird straight out the thing? It was like, um... It was when he was a mama's boy in the house, but then he had to leave. And like, anyway, okay, hint. smash the hint button. Yeah, what's okay, Brian? Um, what's our what's our one word hint? Pharmaceuticals. 
Pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals. Oh, jeez. This makes me think of that movie where Robin Williams was like this pervert who was like. Oh, I think I know this movies. though too. Uh, okay. Pharmaceuticals. I guessed first last time, so I'm gonna let Marcus guess first oh, on shit. this one. Okay. Wow. Um, I don't know who who's in the pharmaceuticals lately. I don't know, but um, that's all right. Damn. This is a rom com. I, um, I also think it's a rom com. I don't know, so I, I can't. That's okay. I don't know. I don't know. It's pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals, yes. Okay, I don't know. I want to go. All right, I have my guess. Okay, yeah, you guess. <laughs> Brian, is this no strings attached? It is not. Oh, okay, it I is not. I was say it is. Um, is this oh, one man. one one flew over the cuckoo's nest? It is not. It is. I pulled this out. I I enjoy this movie. Love and other drugs. This line is given oh, by oh, Jake Gyllenhaal, which this is why I was cracking my shit up. <laughs> so I was like, at the Marcus generic is right. Like, he is right on the money. That yeah, it's, he's got it's it. Jake Gyllenhaal talking to Anne Hathaway. Oh, uh, there it is. So there you go. All right. All right. Go. Good, good pick. Good pick. Good pick. All right. All right, Doug. Y'all ready for me? Let's get it. Y'all right. The the mind is a fragile thing. Takes only the slightest tap to put to tip it in the wrong direction. Oh fuck! Wait. Oh, I don't okay. The mind is a fragile thing. Takes only the slightest tap to tip it in the wrong direction. Uh oh shoot! Sorry. Okay, there we go. The mind is a fragile thing. And it only takes. It sounds like the Matrix. It's not <laughs> it the does. Matrix. It does, man. It it definitely has this vibe of like. It's meta, right? Yeah. Like, but it. I feel like the way that he read it, it's like somebody fucking with him. So like when he said it takes one tap, it's like he literally tapped. Right. It. <laughs> so it was like the mind is a little thing, and it takes like a tap. Like, you know? like we both know the delivery and like, yeah. what is happening with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog, I'm smashing that hint. Ugh. Your one word hint is psychic. The mind is a... Oh my God. All right. I'm... Hmm. I know this movie. I know this movie. I'm, you're gonna be so mad. <laughs> you're gonna be I'm gonna so go mad. for it. Is it? Is this glass, Brian? It is not glass. <sighs> it's a good guess though. It is not glass. All right. Sometimes only takes one thing to tap it. Um, shit. I I, I know this movie, and it's, it's making really me mad. think of that one with Hugh Jackman, and when they were the mentalists. Um. Uh, oh yeah, the Prestige. Uh, the Prestige. Yes. Oh that one. yeah. Gonna be make me think of that one. It only takes one thing to tap it. Okay. I'm just gonna say the Prestige, but it's not the Prestige. It is not the Prestige. What is it, Doug? <laughs> this is Son a quote a said Son by the one the Charles one. Xavier in <laughs> Dark Phoenix. <laughs> You watched Dark Phoenix. I finally watched you Dark watched... Phoenix. <laughs> and I, I have to it. say, New Mutants is worse. Oh, <laughs> no. New Mutants no. is so much worse. It is. No. It's, it's bad. It's, oh, it's, my gosh. Because, oh, my gosh. Because not to get into Dark Phoenix too much, but Dark no, Phoenix fine. for like two thirds of that movie up until the blonde woman gets really, really involved. There's yes. something like compelling there. It's just mm -hmm. the third act is dog shit. And I didn't enjoy the majority of new mutants. So anyway, oh. but yes, I finally watched dark Phoenix.
Damn. Yeah. <sighs> there you go. There you Damn. go. Wow. Bring right, it, there it is. Bring wow. it in, bring it we all stumped each other. Congrats, <laughs> everybody. Just like we, on a zero. It would it wouldn't be an episode of films in black and white if we all got it wrong. Like it just <laughs> it wouldn't be something about it that just That's wouldn't true. be that. We way. had love and other drugs, X Men, Dark Phoenix, and and then the Italian job. Yeah, we were across, the, we were across the gambit for sure. Yeah, okay. we're not one sided over here. Welcome to season two, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a good weekend lineup. It's, it's that really out. true. Hey, yeah. actually, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. So. We have some news, though, to get into. And since we last spoke, there have been a lot of announcements that have come out of Hollywood. Um, And this is a news episode, so we're going to break those down for you. Um, But I would like Brian uh, to use some of that energy and kick us off with his first piece of news. So, Brian, what do you got? All right. I put everything in a Google Doc because this is season two. Look at you. Season two, Um, breaking out the tech. So that's what we're looking at here. Um, I'm going to lead with what is absolutely just gobsmacking me right now. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about The Office and Peacock. A oh, bit. that was one of mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, then feel free to jump in. Yeah. Um, and I, I yeah, because I, I mean, essentially, so the ringer, um, the ringer.com read an article um talking about like peacock and the office paywall and i was like what exactly is happening here so just just by the numbers my news piece my hard news is that peacock to date has had 26 million signups and subscriptions which is more than a lot of a a lot of analysts expected 26 million signups is a lot for comparison hbo max in mid-december had just 12 i believe it's 12.6 million so like it's not a number two like Mm -hmm. you know not to be disappointed at all dismiss now i wonder what happened with wonder woman but you gotta imagine a lot of those people are dropping it but in any case, um, so it's a sizable amount, and that's yeah. that was the piece I wanted to bring. But the big thing I wanted to point out was this article goes into detail how the entire Peacock streaming service, even down to like how they're advertising it for subscription models, it's all based on The Office, yeah. and it is blowing my mind. So yeah. I kid you not, if you go to Peacock tv.com slash plans slash office you can do this it is january 6 2021 they listed out by how much office you can watch like that is the subscription model it's like going to netflix and being like how much stranger things do you want to watch just really highlighting the fact that peacock is is kind of in this rut where they don't have a lot of original programming they're trying to compete with these other services and i kid you not the first plan is like hey you can watch seasons one and two of the office for free with ads yeah there's a peacock premium and that gets you access to all the office for five dollars and you get never before seen footage now boy howdy let me tell you about peacock premium plus yeah all of the you get all of the office without ads so essentially peacock is marketing this <laughs> oh right now God. as how much like do you want office without ads then pay us ten dollars that's pretty much their pricing model i think that's wild that's my news yeah that's 
Marcus and Doug, what do y'all Brian, think? That's, Brian, that's insane. And when you <laughs> click on it, so I'm on it right now on my phone, when you click on it and you like break down like show plan details, it gets even more in the office weeds. So like when you click on Peacock Premium Plus and you say show plan details, it's every episode of The Office, The Office Zen 24-7 channel, and Jesus. The Office Extended Cuts. And the plus is... Uh, watch select titles off. Oh, I thought that said watch select titles of the office off and on offline mode. That's Amazing. not what it said. But still, like that's a that's a. I mean, they're really going all in in the office. Yes. And don't get me wrong, like that show's enjoyable. But I don't. That's not <laughs> the reason why I'm gonna get it. Like that's like saying that's like HBO Max saying like how much Friends do you want to watch? Like not, I, that, I, not that damn much. I tell you that. Right now, I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch. Listen, here's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Doug. Let me let no, you. No, I don't have anything else. You go right ahead, Marcus. I think, I think that it's bullshit that you. I saw this right, and I and it was like nine ninety nine for the premium. I do believe right. right. Yeah. This is kind of how OnlyFans works. Don't ask me how I know this research purposes. Um, but like this is kind of how OnlyFans works. There's no shame and it, here. And it's like, and it's it's a weird thing that like the more you want to see, the more you pay. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's right. like any porn site, and Peacock Premium just sounds like a nasty porn site that right. you're like using the office to like wear this yeah. silk red robe and you're just like guess what's underneath the robe for like 12.99 like i'll yeah. show you a titty like come on yeah. now like the office is it's, it's well, a good well, show welcome to the jim halpert only fans yeah pretty much oops, that's so of all the people you could name yeah, you name oh, i was gonna go i was gonna go with steve carell with your only fans like he's just like <laughs> steve carell. That's fine. That's we have fine. a naked steve carell version like, of the office and like, somebody yeah. wants to I, see that i'm sure i'm not we're not we're not it's very no there's somebody king shame here at films no. in black and white we don't keep no. shame at all no, but no. Like, that's your jam that's great right that's cool but i, I just think it's it, in seriousness it is bullshit that you're yes. charging like you don't have any original con- i know that you have the new say by the bell tv show yep um right. i know they're trying to push that i get what you're trying to do but you're really using the office that's like disney using like they didn't even do that for any of their shows and disney I, offers no. you literally everything I mean, Like, it's like, hey, watch Disney Plus and you get the Mandalorian behind the scenes for like, like, they would, you would never think that. I don't that's, think that's, I, yeah, no. I mean, they're taking mm-hmm. the DVD approach to selling their premium yes. features. Yes. I mean, that's why yes. it was like the difference between a DVD and a Blu-ray was often the Blu-ray came with a second bonus disc yes. that had all oh, the bonus yeah. features that, to be honest with you, I know very few people outside myself and a handful <laughs> of others who really like popped in and said, like, let me watch the bonus features. Like right. most of the people I knew said the DVD's fine. I have a Blu-ray player that upscales it, so it doesn't matter. So it's that's all it is. And there are select titles like the Dark Knight trilogy where you would oh, want yeah. the bonus features. But oh, yeah. it seems like Peacock's model is like, okay, people will buy a ten dollar more Blu-ray for bonus features. Let's do that with the office. Like it just—it seems like such a poor business model. Well, you're feeding off of people's like nostalgia. What happens when I watch all this shit? I, like I'm like right. And, and you, it was like, it was like they to, to kind of wrap it up. My point. It, it, they rock, they sat in a bush. And right. they watched how much people loved it on Netflix, and they were like, mm-hmm, <laughs> write that down, write that down. They really right. love it over there. Yeah. And then when it was leaving, it was almost like doomsday for a lot of people. Like, hey, yeah. Don't the day that the office leaves netflix and it's never going to yeah. be on there again and yeah. they really just like this is 
that price is for people who have it's not for new people that are interested no. in yeah. the office that price is for the people who have watched the office at least a hundred times and yes. who want to watch it 24 7 like right. who will right. who will sign up for that who will have that 24 7 button clicked and they're just right. watching it all the time and look these people can come at me if they want to the office is not a good show across the board season one to season whoa, to the last one whoa, whoa, it's, whoa, it's good it's enjoyable but you got to remember it's in three season bundles jim and pam have issues jim and pam get together jim applies to be regional manager he doesn't get it new season these two people are fall in love these two people get together jim applies to be regional man- manager doesn't get it get it that's through th- season six season Dang. seven like it until they introduced like will ferrell and those other co- characters coming in as the new yeah. regional manager that's that's they had to do it or the show would have died oh, off yes that's fine <laughs> that's fine come at me if you want to but that's how i feel I about mean, the office. i'm not look. saying i don't enjoy it and i'm not saying it's not funny there are have it funny elements it's just not something you should have on at all times not i mean what so what's funny about that marcus mentioned the zen channel and in this ringer piece the zen channel is literally like they took all the background sound from an office episode and you can just it's an hour of it or something like what that the fuck? and it pretend so like you can pretend you're in an office oh hell no just go to work right what the fuck are you talking about just well, go like, to people right, without jobs who want to know like what working in an office is like <laughs> it's like I mean, I get, like, there's part of me that gets it because it's like, I'm lonely and I don't have an office. I'm remote working. But on the <laughs> other hand, I'm like, are you all so desperate for content? Like no. there was just some marketing no. person that was like, hey, what if we took the no. most boring background noises and we like, made that content? I can tell you an easy solution for free. Go get yourself a goddamn job. Go get a job. <laughs> yes. and you can hear all of these sounds right. as yeah. much as you would like well, to without paying a yeah. premium Peacock subscription. Yeah. Hey, like, everybody, target YouTube? corporates hiring. Go work there. It's oh, the right. same goddamn thing. Right. Or go listen to some good lo-fi beats or something. Like yeah, I promise there's right. better YouTube channels, like basic YouTube channels for you that oh would provide that ambience. Imagine somebody falling asleep to Zen Zen tunes from the office. You <laughs> oh, freak like, oh, you guys. That I love the office. I will put this out there. I disagree with Doug. I think that's the fine. You can disagree. Top three comedy. I think it's easily one of the best shows I've ever seen. I've rewatched it three times. Like even that weird season eight with James Spader. I love it. <laughs> James Spader it. season. I'm weird. I know a lot of people don't like that, that, that season. And I, I think what I'll start wrapping up here with is like the office had such a stranglehold on Netflix and people yes. just kept it on in the background all the time, I guess. So in the yeah. article it points out at one point, four percent of all streaming on Netflix was just The Office. Oh like, my god! Just, just wow, Dude, that's, that's insane. Um, with how much money they pull in and everything they greenlight, so wow. I, I mean, maybe Peacock knows something we don't. I I don't know, but I hope yeah, so. Peacock don't know no shit. I uh, hope so. so. So my last thing here, as I'm looking at the pricing plan, there's an asterisk by the way where it says premium without ads. So I looked at it. So it says, due to some streaming rights, a small amount of programming will still contain ads. So you're still paying. It's like Hulu. It's like when yep. Hulu did Hulu Premium and they still like, look, yep. we can't do all. We can't get rid of all the ads, <laughs> but we will take it from three down to one. Right. Just shut up about it. So no, like y- it's still very possible you you have ads. So <laughs> yeah, okay. that's that's one thing I just wanted to point out. Marcus, I feel I, you said you wanted to talk about this too. Well, did we cover what you wanted to cover yep, too? You absolutely yeah, did. And all right. Was- 
Yeah, All that right. Did, so Marcus, so, why don't you just kick us off with your next piece with your piece? Yes. Of All right. So here's my thing about DC. I'm winging it. I ain't reading shit. Listen to it. So it's a combination of things that was happening oh, here. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, um, I know. I, at yeah. first we heard, um, we heard Ray Fisher say that he was not making another movie underneath the current president of uh, DC films. And his name is in my notes. And I forgot what it was. I forgot what his name is, but as you I keep look going, I'll look it up. Um, Hamada? Oh, Oh, yes, I think that was it, actually. Yeah, come on. Don't worry, you're right. He, was, he said that he wasn't making another film under that helm, yes. under, uh, with him under helm. DC then went and gave Hermada a an extension in his contract to 2023, yeah. I do believe. Yeah. So that kind of said a lot. But then news came out today that, um, you know, it was originally intended for Cyborg to be written into the new Flash movie. <laughs> it said now that he is no longer written in that film and is no. going to be said replaced with another character, which possibly will be Gal Gadot. Because in turn to that, it is said that I'm kind of giving all my news at once, which that's is fine. okay. But it's fine. It said that moving forward, DC is only going is going to be operating with two Batman in two separate universes. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yep. One being yep. Keaton, Michael Keaton, the OG Batman, and the other being Robert Pattinson and not Ben Affleck. So the character that they're going to replace yeah. Cyborg with has to be Gal Gadot because that is the only other person that that makes uh, sense with because true. they haven't worked out anything with Henry Cavill to return as Superman. Wow. So all of okay. that to say, Ray Fisher's out. They're not going to recast yeah. him. They're not going right. to redo anything of that nature. They are just... I guess they're after this that um, Snyder series Justice League cut is done. That's pretty much it for Ray Fisher, and that's pretty much it for that Snyder verse um, for the most yeah. part. Yeah, that's that. You know that. J- just real quick, like that's <sighs> shitty. Like he spoke his mind and was speaking up about some really just crooked and nasty stuff that they were doing over there, like the with DC Films and Jeff Johns and others, mm-hmm. um, and Josh Whedon and everybody. Um, and it just it sucks that he's being written out of and essentially and yeah hopefully he still finds work obviously his career yeah. as an actor isn't over but this is a great way to have a really long careers to be involved with stuff like this i mean look at robert downey jr he had right. something mm-hmm. for 10 years um as one character this could have been something you came back to time and time again and was a consistent paycheck so man that sucks like just to you speak <laughs> your mind and try to stand up for yourself and stand up for other people and you just kind of get written out and that's just that's very that's very soap opery. Like, well, oh, he fell down an elevator shaft and now he doesn't exist anymore. Like, that's just a shitty thing to do. I guess I just I just don't understand if you're if you're at WB and you see all of this playing out. Like, the thing about this is that for for those that don't know, I mean, Ray Fisher had has had many. He's had many instances where he's talked about like just not like abusive conditions yeah. when he was filming Justice League. Gal Gadot has even mentioned that things weren't great. Um, and even having, um, help me out who plays Aquaman, Jason Momoa, uh, there we go. Jason yep. Momoa supports Ray Fisher mm-hmm. in talking about yeah. how he was treated on the justice league set with Joss Whedon. Yeah. And then Ray Fisher in that Forbes article, I believe mm-hmm. was talking about just how awful they, it was. There was a whole hubbub with that. And basically putting these pieces together of, of Hamada being this enabler, um with jeff johns and and things like that and like i just think it's really disappointing and it didn't need to get to this but like 
it 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 got to this point because wb didn't do what they needed to do yeah, like right. they could have fixed this and it's really disappointing yeah well and even the yeah. stuff with patty jenkins coming out and saying like they had to go to war over the final scene in the first wonder woman oh my god like, even yeah. that like the studio has been overly involved i mean it sounds like people who are just micromanaging the hell out of this universe trying to do something super super specific right all the while not being kind or being helpful or being collaborative about it essentially just being a group of assholes being like <laughs> you will make it our way like it's just it seems really right. again really shitty so it feels like dc is trying to like to the thing with patty jenkins i mean it was even said for wonder woman 3 that is now that has been greenlit like yeah. that yeah Jeff Johns has had a big part in writing that. And in the article, it was kind of said like, we'll see what happens. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's like, right. we don't know, but I feel like DC is operating like, this is how Kevin Feig does it over there at the Marvel Universe. So right. you should just listen to us. And I feel like that is not what no, is happening. Like no. they are not the ones, like it is not one person making all these decisions. I'm sure that he has an idea and he is the one maybe to keep the glue for a connected universe, but you can't have too many hands in the pot and you can't have too many hands in a pot that is, okay, now both of y'all are scaring the hell out of me because both of y'all looked up <laughs> at your ceilings at two different times. And Sorry. Well, we didn't mean, we didn't I, mean to distract. I thought I heard like a wolf uh, noise coming from upstairs. So I, think, kids might I heard crying. like a tinkling in my vent and I was like, well, no, you're fine. All right. well, I just I thought I I'm a, so sorry, Mark. I thought a cow horror... walked in the back door. So that's what I thought happened. This is how horror movies start off because <laughs> this is exactly how, and you know what would happen? I would just close my laptop. I was like, nope, this is it. I'm, I'm like, away. not doing it. Thank you. Appreciate that. But yeah, I just feel like they are, operating in this way of yes. what they feel like yes. it should be and that's why they can't get nothing fucking done so yeah agreed I, yeah and i guess I, you already closed it out well i guess what i just don't get is like they they just didn't do their homework they didn't fix right. this and i also feel like it's not that hard to be like hey by the way Joss Whedon sucked on this and yeah. we're probably not going to work with him again. Yeah. And you would make, you could make amends and call it a day. Like, yeah. All you, all you have movies. to do, and you don't even have to do it publicly. All you have to do is privately collect everybody who was on the first justice league and say like, um, Hey, sorry, he was an ass and we didn't figure that right. out soon enough. We're really sorry. Hopefully we can still work with you. We understand if you don't want to be around us anymore. Yeah. Like that's all you have to say. Like that's all you have to say. Maybe. <laughs> no I don't even know. Maybe if that's yeah. enough. Sometimes you gotta get that public apology because that's true. If you're tolerating true. for somebody for so long, there is a point that it's just as much your fault too. Yes. You know I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, hey. You can yes. throw, we can we can toss we know Josh Whedon's a nasty fuck because of his past, but like mm -hmm. it's so easy to to kind of throw the what is it throw the baby out with the bath, bath water, water. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know what the, i mean yes. and, like, and it's just like it's so easy to do that yes instead of taking accountability well today's a that, great example yeah right exactly exactly but like, <laughs> like you, you we can blame it on one person but really yeah. that one person was not the one that was storming the fucking you know yeah, what i mean so right. like yep. it, that's how kind of how I, my mind yeah. operates at least for sure no, i'm with no, you man completely agree what's up everybody we need to take a moment to talk about this week's sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? You haven't. Let me tell you, it is the easiest way to record a podcast. What makes it so easy? Well, first off, it's free. So right out of the gate, that's a plus. Second, it's got great tools to make creation and editing from your phone or computer super, super smooth and super, super fun. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, 
And finally, it's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you want to make the jump and start your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to our show. Um, my piece of news, what, what I have for everybody is um, kind of similar, but a little bit different in terms of casting news. So Zack Snyder obviously has been very famous for his role with um, the Justice League and, and yeah. bringing that back and getting his own version of that in a, in a five-part series on HBO Max. Um, but believe it or not, he also has a Netflix movie that is scheduled he to does. come out where he is doing Army of Darkness. Um, oh, yeah. And it's going to be similar to the like um army of darkness uh that has come out in the past but they're rebooting it with people like dave batista and some others but one thing one original person that was originally cast was chris d'elia um the comedian now for those of you that don't know chris d'elia i think almost a year ago at this point in time came out that he had been like getting into trouble with his appetite for younger women like let me put it that way but to be more specific there had been some allegations that maybe he was engaging in illicit behavior with underage girls Mm. um and so basically it caught up to him really really fast and he got canceled justifiably so um pretty pretty quickly and they just recently filled his spot on um, the Army of the Dead movie that's scheduled to come out with Tig Notaro. So finally, there's a replacement. Um, so what's really exciting is um, Tig Notaro is transgender, um, and she's a, a, a comedian. And is this is, I think, her first major movie. And so she's really excited about getting um, an opportunity to play in her first major role. Um, they did an interview with her, and she said, like, it's really hard for me to not lose sight of the fact that, like, I'm so caught up that I actually get to be in a movie um, that like I'm it, it's hard for me not to be because she's a lead. So she's one of like the five leads in the movie, which is really, really exciting. So anyway, that is my roundabout news that the army of the Dar- army of darkness movie is progressing forward. Nice. Um, and now with a replacement for Christy Ely's character um, with Tig Notaro. So that's well, you nasty fuck, Chris, stop doing dumb ass shit. And stop <laughs> yeah, doing stop nasty shit. I, just um, don't do that. And at one point in time, what's really funny, at one point in time, USD, like in my role at, at work, we thought about bringing him to campus as a comedian. Oh. Really, really glad we didn't do that. Glad we didn't do that. <laughs> Shout out to the USD. Go Yo's. Good yeah. job. Hey, go Yo's. Yep. Yeah, um, Chris, you a nasty fuck. Yeah. Brian, what else you got? Listen, I'm, 2021, I'm calling out all you nasty fuckers. Yeah. Okay? Yep. And, and I'm calling out all you nasty in every sense of the word. If it's attitudes, if it's how you treat people. And if I'm a nasty fuck then you call me out on my shit too. Yeah. But also I'm calling you motherfuckers out because we, 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 we <laughs> yeah, I'm, right. I've had enough. I've had enough. I'm not, I'm no longer tolerating this shit. Sorry, Brian. No, are you kidding? No, that's I, 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 like, that is something important that needs to be said. Like that's never okay. Like I, and I, I feel like it's really important to say out loud too. And I yeah, also want to say like Tig, like Tig is fantastic. Oh and yeah. Having her there, I think is going to be just such yeah, a fun addition to the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and for, for Chris, like just that scum, you don't do that <laughs> and gross, don't man. follow his lead. And I, I, hopefully he fades into obscurity. So yeah, absolutely. Um, 
All right. But for news, the thing I wanted to talk about, because I hold on to things, is uh, IGN published an article uh, earlier this week talking about how Fox was legitimately working on a Fantastic Four <laughs> yeah. versus X-Men movie. Um, And this comes from the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast. IGN was the one that just put it into words. Sure. Um, And so Paul Greengrass uh, is a director. He did uh, Born Supremacy. And he was in Fox 2 direct this film. And it just sounds bonkers the more you read about it. And it's like almost like you have an eight-year-old telling you (laughs) about like what they want to see in a movie. Playing with action figures in the living room pretty much like every sentence just gets a little bit more weird so the quote was basically like um it starts off with fantastic four and x-men but it's gonna borrow like the plot of the civil war comic books not the civil war marvel movie oh Uh, Oh, okay okay and then daredevil shows up and then deadpool shows up um So like, and then they would have a civil war, I guess. I don't really know. (laughs) They'll have a civil war. I don't, I don't know. (laughs) So this was back in 2011 is when they wanted to do this, by the way. So this was before like Days of Future Past, before like the Marvel Civil War um, and everything like that. And so, yeah. So Greengrass basically confirmed that they were trying to do it and Really, the only commentary I wanted to put on here was like Fox had no idea what they were doing. Then no. they were just like, "Oh, well, we can't get the Avengers for this cool idea." So who could we have fight that we own? Like <laughs> we've uh, got Daredevil and Deadpool. Do it, yeah, right? Like just throwing stuff at the wall, not understanding. Did they say was it going to be a new Fantastic Four, or was it going to be like a group? Was it going to be the ones from the from the first two? It it's unclear so it's 2011 so if i had to give this a shot this is this would have been before the fan for task fan fortastic cast oh Um, yeah before the box tag before the box cast yes there you go fantastic (laughs) yeah i like i try so hard every time to pronounce it and everyone always looks at me super weird like it's just fantastic four brian like no "No, that four is in the middle of the word fantastic there's a four in the word i'm gonna pronounce the letter yeah so it's written um that that is the it is the art speaking um (laughs) in any case um but yeah essentially they just wanted to use all these characters they owned and it would have been bonkers so in any case that's what fox was trying to do before they got bought hey good job interesting fact i learned um do you know why the marvel cinematic universe was created uh no tell me marcus it was created to sell more action figures so happened was um brian you know about this no this makes sense no so so what happened was they basically marvel marvel was in the shitter in the shitter they couldn't make any money off of their movies um so therefore they couldn't sell any action figures so they were in the whole bad but they had sold all of their rights to their um, movie characters over to you know Fox and Sony and they couldn't do anything. Oh yeah, back in the nineties. Back yep, in the nineties, you now. Yeah. So then they they took. So then fast forward, they ended up taking um, these characters that people really didn't know, Captain America, Hawkeye, Iron right. Man, all these people, and showing them the kids and asked them who 
who would you think would be a badass action figure? They all picked Iron Man. So wow. all of them said huh. Iron Man was cool. Then they went and made the Iron Man movie with Robert Downey Jr. and 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 John Favreau, and it was it was apparently like a cheap movie to make. It was a cheap movie to make. They damn near quadrupled the amount of money that they were making. Didn't wow. really sell a lot of action figures still, but the movie did so well that they then started establishing right. this Marvel Cinematic Universe. That okay. made me think of that because. Yeah. When you said that they threw in the characters that they own, imagine that movie, X-Men, Fantastic <laughs> Four, Deadpool, and Daredevil. Those right. are characters that they own that they just had to do something yeah. with. Right. You know they what I'm saying? Them, yeah. that they, they had just to keep making movies. Like, it's crazy. Let's put them in there. Yeah, huh. so I thought that was yep. crazy. Man, yep. that also tells me that, that that deal of like, again, it tells me that the, like, the Sony, Disney deal, oh, yeah. it tells me that there's a lot more layers that like, oh, yeah. yeah, we're paying attention to the to the movie part of it, but yeah. there's a lot more to that that's yes. much, much more. Oh, yeah. That much that'll last a lot longer than just the movie, if you know yeah. what I mean. So, oh my gosh, it doesn't hit like it used to. I can tell no, you, no, absolutely not. Well, no. and just to bump Marcus, too, if people are interested, I'm going to look up the official title, but there's a giant Marvel like omnibus of the history of the, mm-hmm. um, of the history of the company. Um, oh, sure. I own it and I'm going to Google it here really, really quick. Um, and in any case, basically it talks about this like from the 90s yeah marvel chronicle a year by year history and what marcus talks about is in that book talking about what the company went through in the 90s and they had to they had to sell all these characters to avoid bankruptcy which is why they got separated all these companies so if you didn't know that like marcus is dropping knowledge for y'all to impress your friends with um it's also a really good coffee table book by the way, Marvel Chronicle, a year by year history. The art's also fun, and you get to learn fun. Yeah, facts that's super along cool. The way. And it and it, it explains. And before we go to do it, it explains a lot. If you pay attention to these kind of things, why Marvel is currently trying to buy back all of their rights yes. and stuff yep. because now they can afford to do it because Disney is fucking Disney. Like you know what I mean? And so right. they yeah. can they can afford to buy back these products, except for those ones that are keeping a tight leash, which is why we get that Sony that shared yeah. character space with Spider-Man, Tom Holland and <laughs> all Morbius and, and stuff. Yep. all of that kind of stuff is why we get that. Wow. So it's really a good read if you care about yeah. that kind of stuff. That's enough. That's super cool though. I'm going to have to check that out. That's super cool. Yeah, um, so there it is. What's up, Doug? Do you the have next piece of news, news I have is related to the movie theaters and the coronavirus. So oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. two pieces of news related to that, um, because believe it or not, although all the news related to COVID is positive with a rollout of the vaccine, uh, people are still hurting because many theaters are still closed. Yep. So first off, Regal Cinemas has announced that it expects that it'll be able to reopen its theaters in New York and L.A., sometime in march of 2021 now they are maybe a smidgen over anxious and over irrealistic with that um just because we're not really seeing a whole lot of improvement in california and i don't have the latest report on how new york is doing but it seems like this is such a fluid situation that it seems really dangerous um to give any firm report on plans for that um for any type of opening at that point in time um on the other side so amc so the i've reported on this before but amc has signed some deals with some studios that says that essentially 17 days after a day a movie premieres in their in their theaters it can go to video on demand um 
And, oh. Yep, and I've reported on that. I think it was Universal was the last yep. one that they signed a big deal with. Um, but recently, before the holiday season, they announced that they were trying to raise $750 million, essentially Ooh, to yeah. kind of like wait out the pandemic. They basically said, hey, if we're going to make it, this is what the dollar figure is that we think we're going to need in order to make it to survive. They announced today, you know, this is they're reporting on, I think it's like the first few weeks of that campaign being officially live. Um, and they announced that they have raised $203 million oh, of that $750 million goal. Now there were no details that I could find wow. as far as how they did that, whether that was Impressive. shelling, selling more shares of their stock or whether that was just, selling off properties that maybe weren't doing well even before COVID. But as of right now, that's kind of how they're doing um, in trying to get themselves sort of some cushion as they navigate uh, the remainder of the pandemic, however the hell long that's going to be. Um, so yeah, that's kind of huh. how theaters are doing um, from a financial standpoint. I mean, I'm glad that I'm one, I'm glad for Regal thinks that they can announce. I think they're going to end up breaching the harsh reality that they can't, or again, like I said, they shouldn't be too firm. Um, but it's exciting. Just, well, and really quick for numbers, how much do they need? They felt so AMC felt that they needed seven hundred and fifty million dollars. That's make what it I thought. Through. And they got two. They got two point. They got two hundred and three million. Oh man! They made it a third of the way. In that's the a first, lot of hundred millions to get to. Still. And that's and that's and that's. I think it's relatively. They said they were very optimistic about that. They're like, yeah, we haven't been trying to raise these funds for long. But we're very optimistic that in such a short period of time, people have responded. We're not out of the woods yet, but we're really excited with what the response has been thus far. Thus far, so yeah. I mean, I'm glad they're doing what they can. I hope that they can stay open and that we don't have this like mass of like, especially in rural communities like yep. you know South Dakota, North Dakota, and others, where AMC's are sort of your big theaters where you get a really yep. big screen and the whole experience the whole nine mm -hmm. i hope that they don't go out of business because for some that's their only option but oh yeah it seems to me that they if they're gonna have to cut anything it's gonna be you know keep all our big city stuff open and close all our smaller stuff so but i want to add a point yes yeah. that i thought was interesting yes wonder woman box office wonder woman 1984 yes 5.5 mm. million domestically and 118 million globally yes yeah they're getting very know. close to that $200 million mark. Right. Yep. So I think, I think we're going to be okay. I hate to be too optimistic. Yeah. I, yep. A lot of people are leaning on the vaccine and that, that the vaccine is mm -hmm. out. And, you know, you'll start hopefully, because even Dr. Fauci today in a report I was listening to was like, he was like hoping at the end of the summer, things will be kind of boosting back to a normal. Right. And so I get why they would say March, because they're hoping that in March, people are starting to get the vaccine and can come back two movie theaters and that'll be the first place that people go but i wanted to put that wonder woman number out there because that's it answered two different questions of can we do yeah. both and the answer is yes yes and it can. says that there are people that are watching in a theater during a pandemic so mm -hmm. what are they going to do when they can actually go in you know what i'm right. saying Just put that yeah. out there yeah yeah they're, they're they're a long way from being able to be back to a hundred percent max uh, maximum uh, maximum right. occupancy i mean they're going to still have to operate i mean you got to figure even if they open in new york and la they're going to be at 25 percent, and then things will get a little better and then maybe it'll be 50 then it'll go back down to 30 for a little bit and it'll kind of be this roller coaster of what their occupancy loads can be for those spaces based on yeah. safety um 
but I mean, you've got to think that at some point in time they'll be able to do it, but it's, so it'll be interesting to see, especially as more of this happens because, you know, there's a full slate of Warner brothers movies that are scheduled to come out right. over the course of the next few months yeah, right. that are going to go into a theater where it's open. So I yes. think we're going to see, like Marcus said, we are going to start to see some maybe more promising box office numbers. We hope. I, oh, man, I'm torn. Cause like on one hand, like I don't want movie theaters to go away. I like theaters. Um, yeah. On the other hand, like I also know AMC is like, they're they're a multi-million dollar corporation oh, yeah. staple yeah like yeah. I, so it's wild to me they're asking for investors to help them like basically get to the other out. side of this yeah which on one hand like i get it you didn't get any relief from like the last government bill nope. um that yeah, they, they were an the relief bill yeah um which is such an oversight obviously i'm gonna think that i love movies and movie theaters um I honestly, I do hope they make it. I know they're a chain and I know that like yeah. a lot of people, some people are like, ugh, an AMC theater, like that's a chain or whatever. But I feel like having more theaters is better than not. So I, I do oh, wish sure. them the best and hope they can get to a place where they're not at least closing places. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, Marcus, any news that you have left to report? Um, I think my last one is going to be um, uh, a little bit sad, a little somber. Okay. Um, after 20 years, the PBS show Caillou has been canceled. Oh, um, what? Thank, they thank came God. For Caillou, huh? um, they can't. Yeah, he's he's he's. <laughs> they came for Caillou. Yeah. Um, 20 years. He got. He. I mean, that show is now done. PBS announced that Caillou is officially done on the network after nearly two decades of episodes. Caillou is no more. Um, and it says parents everywhere are celebrating. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, reason. as as a parent. It, not to say that there aren't shows that my children love and I'm glad they love them, but there are yeah. some shows where I'm like, why the fuck do you like this? And why <laughs> do I have to listen to it? So <laughs> he was always, he was a bad little motherfucker, but bald kid. Yeah. He's <laughs> extremely bald. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, that's all it's really saying is that PBS, you know, they canceled, they canceled Caillou after 20, 20 years. So oh, if you man, like that, that show sucks. and a bald headed kid that used to be acting up and need an ass whooping, I'm sorry, I don't know Jeez. what to tell you. Oh man, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> oh my god, took a turn. All right, so, uh, welcome to parenting advice with Marty <laughs> Desson. Um, from the from the one motherfucker, from the one guy who doesn't have any children. I mean, yeah, don't, yeah, don't, you know, don't do that to your kids. But um, I mean, I don't even know. Right. This hands show. are not for hands are not for hitting, Marcus. Right, because I mean, Brian slid in there like. What? I, I mean, am, like I don't even like I'm a parent and I don't know the show at all. Oh, thank God, I don't know this show. Yeah, you're at not all. missing anything. Okay. Oh, you you don't know the show either? No, no? I know. Oh, I used to uh, watch I, this growing up, which is oh is, man, which is funny. Yeah, that's crazy. No, I I don't know this show at all. This is not. I mean, I know you know dragons rescue writers on netflix like the back of my hand like i can tell you all the names of the stupid well, dragons but i don't know caillou at all Damn. i mean i think this is i'll just launch into so i'm gonna hijack this a little bit marcus uh -huh. and i'll come uh -huh. back yeah. one of the things that's weird about having kids with yeah. streaming is like so for PBS, they had commercials or like they mm -hmm. even had at least segments between shows yeah. and yep. like my four-year-old i've talked about him before liam like he he has never had a reality where he he would have to wait like to watch a commercial yeah. for a show yeah 
You want to watch Spider-Man? Here you go. Here's three of them in a row, kid. You want to watch PJ Masks? Sure. No commercials. Whenever you want. So, like, trying to reconcile all that with with this news of having this beloved show. Apparently, apparently some people hated this show. I Googled it when you were talking about it. And some people did not like this show. Um, he was he was he was bad. He was he was a bad he kid. Was that getting just, into trouble. He like, all wow. got yeah. in trouble, and it was like, like it was a bad example for like your kid to be yeah on a temper it's tantrum, like, and then the parents were very like, oh, you know, don't. It's okay. You know, it was very weird. Yeah, yeah. it was very. Huh. Weird. Caillou but, found his crayon and colored the walls, and his mom was mad. Like that was an episode. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm learning a lot. That's good. PBS. I, mean, I, I miss PBS. I love PBS yes. and appreciate it growing up because. You know, Dragon Tales, Caillou, you know, yep. Between the Lions, um, yep. Cyber Chase. Like these were shows that I watched because no, we were we were broke growing up. And so like we that's okay. More that's so okay. like public, you know, <laughs> that was the that was the thing to go to. Even those the you know, the British show, even watching like the yeah. British shows. On, yeah, like, like know, the mysteries on Friday nights and stuff. My yeah, parents love like, that stuff. That was yep. just you know, that was just life growing up and that was the norm. But like Brian said, there is no commercials you can just pay not to get those you know what i'm saying and, and i mean and boom, there well, it is and i'm pretty sure the pbs app has something similar now too like it's just how we consume media yep. now yeah. like it's just yeah. it's wild to me yeah for sure well that's all i got brian what else do you have anything left that you have to report on the only other thing i wanted to talk about was so you're here for the escapism well good boy howdy do i have some for you <laughs> star wars the oh, high republic yeah. It is launching. We are going to a galaxy far, far away a long time ago. A very long time ago, by the way. So essentially, if you don't know, the High Republic is a new uh, blitz of media coming from Disney yep. Lucas film. Um, and it's essentially going to be set 200 years before The Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take a lot of time on it, but it's starting and I'm excited about it because you don't, they're going to a time period we haven't really explored. Yep. I think there's like, two video games that have explored this area like this far back um and so there's going to be books graphic novels yep manga um there's a lot going on here so um starwars.com has an entire landing page for the high republic they're going to be doing adult focused books like middle school books and elementary books which i think is really cool because it, it just it's so accessible for people to like learn about star wars and get involved with it um, and I'm excited for it. So yeah. I'm just excited to explore a new corner of Star Wars and just kind of also see some flourish, like even some of the visuals that they have. It, they've got people yeah. with two sabers with cross guards. What? Who does that? High Republic people do. <laughs> High Republic people do. <laughs> so there you go. That's my only news. I'm I'm amped for it. Yeah, so I'm excited. I, I blame Brian for my new Star Wars fever that I have. But oh, like, I love it. Yeah, he, I'm caught sending, it, he caught it bad. I caught it bad. I really realized how much I love Star Wars because of Brian really like hyping it up and being like, no, oh. it's much deeper than just lightsabers. And I was like, you know what? It is much deeper. You know, than <laughs> honestly, it makes me happy because Star Wars can be so many things to so it many is. people. And like we can all think something is rad about it and like get different things from it. I also need to point out to our listeners i love it so much because marcus is at the point where he's sending me like tiktoks and like 
10 p.m. be like, yo, check this out. And he's talking to me about Jedi. I don't even know their names like from yeah. the prequels. Yeah. And it just yeah. makes my heart so happy because like now I'm learning. Like yeah. I'm learning from Marcus's love. Like it's just, it's a good That's time. super cool. Yeah, For those it's of you legit. that don't know, in 2021, I am a Mace Windu advocate. Yes. So I am working. And because I know you motherfuckers listen to this podcast, not oh, yeah. the listeners, yes. but I'm talking about yes. the people up top, the industry people. Like, Y'all oh, are listening to today. this podcast. Kathleen Kennedy, okay? you listen. Hey, we know Kennedy. that you're listening because you keep taking our ideas and move on them, okay? You move on them. We're like three for three on this fucking podcast. And we were the first to say, fuck Josh Wheaton. I just want to let you know that. We knew that. You heard us. And you also said, fuck Josh Wheaton. That happened But what I'm here to say is, (laughs) it's true. They were ahead of the curve, folks. Listen, so what I'm saying is, I'm a Mace Windu advocate in 2021. um, And I am here to bring back mace windu yep. aka samuel jackson or a prequel i'm here to 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 yes. present to you all an opportunity to bring back yeah. some melanin midichlorian okay that is that is what i'm here to, to help you all with all right so samuel just letting y'all know every other episode you might hear me say something about ways to bring back mace windu hey. don't worry about it just repost it just, and listen just, i'm just, here just go with it just go with i'm it. here for hey. it i'm here to support hey. it because samuel l jackson listen motherfucker <laughs> sign on to do a sign on to do a mace windu I know that I, hey, with any other actor, when yeah. I when I harassed Dwayne the Rock Johnson and I told him not to show up with his bag of weights, yeah. I was pretty respectful. But I think yeah. you will respect me calling you motherfucker if anybody would. So mm-hmm. you know English motherfuckers, do you speak it? Right. Yeah. Just just Mace Windu. Do you want to be it? Just do it. I mean, That's all you gotta do. I mean, I also need to point out I've loved Star Wars for a long time. Yeah, and then I met Marcus, and game. like Marcus is the biggest Mace Windu fan I have now met. <laughs> And I feel like that says a lot of just how many, how like these characters can just get to you. Yes. So I'm here for it. I'm supporting. Let me just go on my spiel real quick. Listen, okay, do it. Go yeah, Mace Windu real quick, real quick. Let's do it. Let me tell you why I'm a Mace Windu advocate. Mace Windu is single-handedly probably one of the strongest Jedi on the fucking council. He went and took on, not on, wait a minute. First, before we even get there, he told motherfuckers no about Anakin. He knew from the jump and was like, hey, no. He And Qui-Gon was like, no, but look at the Metachlorian count. He was like, yeah, yeah, but bitch, no. I said no. And it was like, no, but we should train him. And so they convinced even Yoda punk ass, the leader of the damn the thing, yeah. when they go to exile on himself on, on Dagobah. Yeah. So like he went and he, they bought him on. And the whole time, guess who was skeptical the most of Anakin? It was motherfucking Mace Windu. He he like, no, we can't make him a master. He's not ready. And he told Anakin, if you be patient, you know what I mean? Be patient. We're going to give you an opportunity. I'm going to trust you. Anakin yep. couldn't even do that goddamn shit right. Nope. So then he goes in. They slice and dice the other two Jedi Masters. Mace Windu goes in and single-handedly, yep. single-handedly takes down the Dark City. The, the, oh, the yeah. Dark, yes. The leader no. of it. Oh, yes. He takes down the leader of it, holds off a lightning yeah. strike. Okay. Holds down a lightning strike, and the only reason this motherfucker lost was because Anakin's going through puberty. So he slices off Mace Windu's hand and get flown out a window. Yep. Every, every window gets flown out a window. Sorry. Who's gonna oh, be like that was intense? Say that ten times fast. So so then so but there's a reason that he's alive because he just doesn't have a hand and everybody gets a hand replaced and lightning. He could have landed on a flying car. There were so many flying cars out there. He's out there. Anything could have happened. He's out there. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah, like we said, came back. 
Come on. And Brian, like Brian mentioned, with spider legs. So oh, it's yeah. not like it's outside of the realm of possibility Come that he on, landed yeah. on. Dude had spider legs and he Come was on. fine. Yeah, he was absolutely Black Jedi, fine. purple lightsaber. He has to be a Q dog. I mean, like, I, I mean, <laughs> the fuck? I mean, he ball head too. Like, I don't know what else you want from me. Bring back Mace Windu. All right. Just bring him back. Just that's if you can take oh, anything from it. this podcast, take it back. Bring that's him it. back. Um, the last thing that I have for news yes, um, is relatively uneventful. Um, but if those of you feel comfortable traveling and eventually we will mm. all feel comfortable traveling, Disneyland has announced oh. that it's Avengers campus will open this year. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So what I think is interesting Fast. about that is it was scheduled to open in March. Then everything got delayed. Construction got delayed. But they just announced in an email that went out to, I think it's D23 fans. Yeah. Um, they sent out an email to all their fans like, we hope you're ready. Like, it's going to open. Like, it's going to open this year. And basically wow. the feeling is, is that people will be able to visit Avengers. Uh, what do they call it? The Avengers campus um, uh, before the end of this year is out. Now, the year's a long time. It just started. But uh, before the year is out. So, you know, Disney, you're listening. And I know you're listening. Look, you have three different demographics on this podcast. One's black. Four demographics <laughs> on this podcast. So as far as I'm concerned, if you were smart, right before you open, you would invite us with our radio, <laughs> with our equipment. You would invite us to Avengers Campus to get everybody a behind-the-scenes peek of what they can expect when they show up to the Marvel's campus. I mean, that's and good business. I'm not trying to be an ass here, but come on. Come on. I mean, with the love that we've given you. Yeah, with the love that we've given you over the course of the over the course of this podcast. Yeah, we kind of we feel like we've kind of earned this one. There's so, nobody else that deserves it better. I'm with you. Yeah. You you find us, you know where you can find us. Um, just let us know. We'll uh, we'll book our ticket. I mean, I'll even I'll even book my own hotel room. Just you, you oh, just you get me. Hey, there. slow down. Oh, hey, hey, not everybody. I've, I'll Maybe do it. But not everybody else. Listen, so, if but... you bring me on that campus, take me to a Star Wars, the Star Wars galaxy, so I can get a Mace Windu lightsaber. That's very true. That's yeah, we can. At do this that. point in time, I think I think he's kind of earned it. Anyway, you can kill two uh, yeah. birds one stone. Any hmm. any more news that we have set to cover this week? Yeah, no. I got nothing. Okay. Cool. So here's what we got. So. I am Damn. set. So this week it is my turn to pick the movie for next week. So before yes, we is. get into what are we reading, what are we watching, I want to tell what all of you can wa watch for next week's podcast. So uh, back in 2020, in December, there was a movie that was released called Arch Enemy starring Joe Mangliano. He plays this guy called Max Fist, who apparently may be an alien, maybe a superhero. We don't really knew. No, um, it's kind of like weird and kind of out there, but that is the movie that we are going to watch for next week um it's available everywhere it's about like a seven dollar rental so it's not crazy it's not too bad um but that's what we're gonna wa watch and talk about for next week so make sure that you check that out um before you listen to the podcast that'll drop next week but we also love to plug what we are reading and what we are watching so marcus what are you reading what are you watching that you recommend to our listeners um watching i've, I've been watching a lot i've been watching a lot of hbo max oh yeah um, mm -hmm. You know, I can't really tell you what to watch. I watch a little Power Rangers. I'm all over the place. I'm just trying to get back more into watching. <laughs> um, I did start a new series um, with my dad while I was going down there. Um, Bridgerton on Netflix. Oh, sure. Oh, yes. Good, um, pretty good series. Everybody's talking about it. It's one of those like Shonda Rhyme creation kind of shows. But Oh, sure. Um, 
um, really good show. Really, so far, I like it. The representation is really off because it's like back in the day, but black people are just walking around like they're free. So um, oh, okay. I, I don't know how that works, but uh, whatever. So what? there's that. Um, other than that, I, you know, I think I'm going to get back into some more Superman, some Smallville. I kind of nice. want to go back to my roots and get that going. Um, and reading, um, I have an audio book. Oh, yeah. Doug actually got me a cool book. And it is, I'm not reading it, but I'm kind of watching it, but it's, Marvel's yeah. hip hop covers for Christmas. So oh, I've been yeah. going through yeah. that. I've been reading this new book by um, Elizabeth Acevedo, and that's a really good um, book too as well. It, it's called When the Plane Lands or something like that. I have yeah. the title right next week. Oh, good. good book, and that's what I'm reading. Yeah. And if the USPS would actually get their shit together, Brian could get his Christmas present <laughs> and talk about that. Yeah. But since USPS yeah. has no information for me about anything ever anywhere, well, we'll stand by. It's fine. I, I am good. Things come to those who wait, and I'm yes. happy to wait. Okay. Good. 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 Brian, what are you reading? What are you watching? So I had such a good break reading and watching stuff. I finished reading uh, the book Ahsoka, inspired by me oh, watching yeah. Mandalorian. Uh, I finished my audiobook Skyward um, with all, all right. the fighter the fighter jets. Um, and I'm currently reading Thrawn. Uh, I got okay. like 100 pages left of that. So I finished two books, got like three quarters of the way through Thrawn. So I'm reading. It's great. It's nice to have time to read. Um, sure. And then what am I watching? So I'm kind of just taking it easy. I'm watching Rebels oh, on yeah. Disney Plus, uh, again, inspired from Mandalorian. That show is absolutely for children. Um, <laughs> and I'm getting through that. <laughs> But very painfully aware it is for children, and we'll see if it gets better throughout yes. the season. And to balance it out, I've also started watching The Wire on HBO oh, Max. Oh man, that is um, too world. I want to see how those interact in your brain yeah. in a dream. My my dreams are weird. Like I have the kid content of Rebels, and then I have the very like, adult red cops, content. blue tops, WNDs. Yeah, like oh, the whip, but with you know. But with lightsabers. It's just, yeah, with yeah. lightsabers and rebels animated wow. characters. So, yeah, yeah my dreams are, are fun. But that yeah. is what I'm reading and watching right now. Fantastic. Hey, Wagner, what are you reading and what are you yes. watching? I have read a couple of different books. And just really quickly, I say I read them, but I listen to them via an audiobook because for all of you, like, purists out there that are like, oh, man, you didn't really read it. You listened. You know something? Fuck you. I, I read it. I you listened to it start to finish. Yeah. So really Listening to a book, you consumed yeah. it. So, yes. So I read a book called The Guest List by Lucy Foley. It was a mystery oh, about um, a murder that takes place at a wedding in Ireland, which was really, really good. So I listened to that on the way up to Brittany's uh, family for the holiday. And then thanks to Brian, I've been listening to The Magicians <gasps> for the way down. And one... I didn't realize Brian didn't tell me that it was like a 19-hour audiobook. Oops. <laughs> so I still have a considerable portion of that book. But this is like, imagine that Harry Potter like had sex and drank and got into trouble and just didn't give a shit and yeah. kind of like was like, oh man, I got to walk. A like really dangerous situations, but as a magician. So... Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 legit. Like it's super cool. Um, I've also been reading some comics via the Marvel Unlimited app. Nice. I've gotten super into the Vader series there um, to provide some more glimpse into what happens after Anakin becomes Darth Vader, which is really really cool. 
um, started reading some Ghost Rider. So I'm reading the Ghost Rider that was rebooted when he's in the car. Um, so oh, Robbie, Robbie Reyes. Yes, the Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider. So I've been reading that, which is legit. And then um, what am I watching? Uh, we are watching The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. And oh. we're also watching, I rewatched uh, Ready Player One uh, the other day. Oh, well. okay. So, yeah, so that's what I'm getting into. Um, before we get into plugs, I have a shout out to give. So as some of you know, and this is kind of a plug, kind of not. So, but as you know, we started a Patreon, uh, multiple tiers. One of them is uh, tier two. And I got a shout out to Chris Schultons. Chris Schultons yes. has been a avid supporter from day one. Hell yeah. And Chris signed up. He's a tier two supporter. Um, so we got to shout him out and recognize and give some love over to Chris for supporting us as we go through this journey. Um, also got to support, like shout out to Chris. He started a comic book like reading mm -hmm. group on Facebook, which is super cool. So they're getting into the House of M, uh, House of X type stuff. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, it's really, really cool to kind of get into. So just shout out to Chris doing the most, helping us do uh, do what Chris. we love to do. Um, so thank you so, so much for all of that. But yes. gentlemen, anything that we have to plug uh, for this week? Brian, kick us I'll off. I'll start off. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start plugging our Patreon. So oh. one of the things that we are starting this year with season two, we have a Patreon. And if you don't yeah. know what a Patreon is, it is a way that you can support us online. We're gonna have it linked. We're gonna have it on our Twitter, wherever you get your okay. podcasts, and you can go there. Um, you can see what we're doing. We have different levels of investment and support. Uh, say you don't want to buy a cup of coffee this week and instead you want to support independent art creators like us commentating on things. And this isn't going to be commentary you get anywhere else. Where yeah. are you going to find people advocating for a Mace Windows <laughs> Disney Plus series? I'm going to say nowhere. This is genuine, authentic, real-time response to films and pop culture and giving it the yeah. lens it needs. So if you yeah. want to keep supporting us, uh, making sure that we have the equipment we need, having the website, the website takes money to keep up and running. Yeah. Um, you can donate to us through our Patreon, and that's what it can do. Yeah. Uh, there are so many different levels. I'm not going to list them all here, but I'm going to plug that. Go check out our Patreon. If you got five bucks, maybe skip the Starbucks if you're going to order it, and you can give it to us and make sure that our website stays Look, up for like and, five months. And we're trying to help you reach your health goals. Look, it's 2021. Everybody's New Year's resolution is to get skinny. What do you think they put in that Frappuccino? They ain't putting air and skim milk and fat-free shit. That stuff is filled with like premium sugar and ultra-fat milk. So just skip it. Do yourself a favor and give it to some people who are going to advocate for, you know, a Mace Windu movie. Like just put it where it belongs. And giving you, giving you the news with the spin that resonates with you and looking out yeah. for these all these types of intersectional lenses, making sure that we're supporting people like Ray Fisher. So yeah. that's the first thing I want to plug. The second thing is, of course, as always, thelovenerds.com. Yeah. Maybe you want to check out something new to eat. Maybe you want to check out a new craft. This would be a great time to do that. Check out thelovenerds.com. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Marcus. Um, Marcus, what do you have? I'm also going to promote our Patreon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you, if you, if you, if you support us, okay, uh, and I say this with love, if you motherfuckers support these motherfuckers, then <laughs> shit, pay that money. That's all. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know I mean, listen, 
where else will you get top-notch quality? We have already up the ante, you know what I mean? So uh, like, hold on, yeah. matter of fact, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He has a very specific song for this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Is, we have already up the ante here, okay? We, we're oh, already goodness. going to the next level. We are, we are here, okay? Doug Wagner has put in a lot of work for this Patreon and for this podcast in general. And like I said, I'm here to play sidekick. You know what I mean? I'm here I'm here to just give my piece. But where else will you get top-notch quality content? Links from Brian Rouse directing you to every article we can find. Prominent sources for things. Yeah. Doug Wagner guiding us, guiding, leading the conversation. Yeah here hosting late night TV show kind of way. Marcus Destin being black and just uh, just one fine motherfucker. So listen, you just got to support us. Mace Windu, we got Marvel news. We gonna say fuck Josh Whedon. We gonna say fuck defund the police. We gonna say fuck everybody storming the Everybody. We gonna get all this shit off. You know what I mean? And if you a nasty motherfucker, then pay that $20, pay that 10 or pay that 15 pay that 5 and and ride with us when we say fuck these nasty motherfuckers because that is where you gonna get it the best now i mean if you thought the audio was good wait till you see the video okay the video is where it's at yeah i really cannot bring any more energy than that but seriously check out the patreon we got a ton of good stuff on there um we want to see y'all i mean where else are you going to be able to watch the faces that brian rouse makes when marcus says the word you know, fuck Josh Whedon. Like yes. those those glances that you get, it looks like a deer in headlights sometimes. So you're not gonna be able to when see those. I, when I say whoop your, whoop your kids' ass, or when you tell somebody to whoop some little kids' ass, yes, that so, happened. Yeah. So yeah, just check it out. It's worth it. It helps us keep this shit this ship afloat. So seriously, check that out, and um, we would sincerely appreciate it. Look, as always, we have a we have a. A, a, a holy trinity of how of success here on films in black and white and to be honest with you the first step is very very simple just drink some goddamn water yes it's please fire out there it's the winter time you know hydrate yourself it helps your mind it helps your bones it helps your body so just drink your water get your hydration and don't just drink you know sprite ain't water there's water in it but it ain't water so just it may look like bubbly water but it's not so just not champagne drink your water brian what's what's the next step to success y'all need to read a book and i'm not saying this because i'm on a book high and i finished two books on my break here i'm saying you could read anything just read whether it's a news piece maybe it's a short story you don't have to have a prestige with it you don't have to finish war and peace or you don't have to finish it could be an audiobook it could be an audiobook like whatever it is get that experience into your brain so you can reflect on it and grow as a person yeah. And Marcus, take us home. What's what's the third key to success here? Welcome to season two, motherfuckers. Listen, <laughs> listen, you know the third rule. If you're new here, I'll be glad to give it to you, okay? The third rule is wash that ass, okay? Please. Wash your ass. A lot of y'all stole in the Capitol today. You didn't wash no. your ass and we smelled you coming down the hallway. No. All right. That's stinky. That's that stinky. You're you're we nasty. Smell buddy. you coming. We they smelled you coming from a mile away. If you washed yeah. your ass, maybe you would have actually got in the chamber. Who knows? Yeah. But you we don't it. need any Pepe Le Pew action here. Just no, wash no, your no, ass. no. Uh-uh. We smell a we're wafting next to the flags in the constitution. You're just burning paper at this point because your ass not washed. Right. It don't take much. You know what I mean? Just put a soap. 
a bar of soap and a towel right yeah. up the crack of your ass. Right, and listen, not just the crack of your ass, but you got to put it in your armpit to wash your feet. Because when you take them socks off, that shit Good stinks point. and it smells like athlete's foot. Okay, yeah. so that's the last step. Yeah, just please. wash that ass. So okay? there you have it. Drink some water, read a book, wash your ass. You know what you got to do. Just do it. Ooh. Welcome to season two, everybody. Thank you for joining us this week. We are so excited you're joining us. We'll be back next week to review Arch Enemy. But in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And we will catch y'all next week.